Welcome back, dear listeners, to the Pasithea Powder. The following recordings continue the pitiful tale of Lieutenant Sophie Green and Dr. Jane Gonzalez, two lonely women, both very far away from their home planet of Cassandra and all the terrible things they discovered after the war. Last time, Sophie spoke with a few ghosts, and Jane began making a grudging effort to set her own ghost to rest. A very special thanks to premium patrons Cece Fong and Lacey Bupta, who helped make this episode possible. This is episode 26, Tell Me I'm Wrong. Let us begin. What is it, sweetie? Oh, God. Get out. It's just a nightmare. You'll be all right. No, I won't. Yes, I will. Please get out or turn into someone else or please leave. Honey. Could you get the fuck out? Jane, I won. After mumble-mumble months of being here and eating my vegetable-looking things like a good girl, the good behavior paid off. Here it is, in my hands, a fully activated communication device. When Omicron turned it on again, I kind of expected, like, a backlog of frantic messages from you. Sophie, you're alive, my god! Things like that. Or even just, never talk to me again. That would be fine, too. I mean, not ideal, but... But there was nothing, which I guess kind of confirms that I'm too far away. At least I fucking hope that's what it's confirming. Don't think I haven't run through the other possibilities. Last night, my favorite theory was that you were imprisoned and tortured the second you set foot on Medea and no one's heard from you since. I actually got out of bed and started doing push-ups. Then I was awake enough to think more clearly, and I just about managed to convince myself that Josephine Crooks and fucking Moreau wouldn't let that happen. Probably. Then, um... (laughs) I gave myself a haircut. It's... It's fine. It's better than nothing. It looks like it did when I shaved it when we lost to Santa Maria Polytechnic. Like an Osage orange, I think you said? I haven't been sleeping. Well. And because I haven't been sleeping well, my thoughts won't line up, which sucks, because I keep thinking that if I could get my thoughts to line up, or if I could just fucking talk to you, I wish I had you here. You would know what to say to Omicron. To get his guardian to let me out of here. I know I'm the sweet talker, uh, blah blah blah. But 
You could explain, or you could at least help me come up with... Sophie. Sophie! For the love of God, not God now. damn it, Sophie! Wait, please! Guilty conscience. Stop! All of you just... stop. You know what? Fine. Okay. You, pick up that stick. Why? Because you're about to help me with something, and I need to differentiate between you. You are Stick Evelyn. You don't have to differentiate. I'm Evelyn. You're half right. Now you're Rock Evelyn. Pick it up. I'll be any Evelyn you want me to be. Hold up, you're new. Where's the other Evelyn that was here before? I'm the other Evelyn that was here before. No, you're not. That Evelyn sounded like he had ten pounds of rebar sitting on his chest. You sound like you're ten seconds away from asking me to go behind the bushes and... What? Yeah. We don't have time for this bullshit! That's right, Rock Evelyn. Now here's what's gonna happen. I am going to come up with a plan, and you are going to listen to me, and then you're going to tell me why my plan won't work, and then we're gonna do it again and again until I'm satisfied. Uh, But before we start, let's just get one thing. I know who you are, and I know who you aren't. So if we do all this, and you decide you want to take whatever you've learned back to the gossip tree or whatever you have here, that's fine. I don't care. If you're going to follow me around like the chorus from hell, you can at least do what he did best. Tell me why I'm wrong. Breaking news, listeners. A Cassandran military vessel carrying a shipment of sorely needed Pasithea delivery systems from the peninsula to the PSA was attacked late last night. Cassandra has not released details of the attack with the intergalactic community, but they did confirm the entire supply was stolen. A likely story. Some speculate that this shipment is already circulating on the black markets of Adamar and Telos, but others suspect, well, the others. Is this the next step in the dawning war of aggression between humanity and the aliens? The long-term effects of passathate immersion, flooding, passathate flooding on the amygdala, prefrontal cortex, and other forebrain regions require further study. No, stop. Read that last sentence back. That influential hypothesis was based on evidence that a sulean accumulation in the mesolimbic dopaminergic system produced a state of heightened obedience. Raleigh hated that word obedience. Raleigh's not here. Say suggestibility instead. We're citing Raleigh's research here. We can use her terms. Fine. We're taking a coffee break. I can keep going. Good for you. I need coffee. Fine. Relax. It's just undergraduates. I know it's just undergraduates. We didn't actually have to do this at the lab. The raw data is confidential and cannot leave the building, as your dean was so pleased to remind me. Even if it is our raw data. I could do some of it here, and we could do the rest- I said I was going to help you write, so I'm here, writing. Okay, sure. Sorry about the provost. She's usually... 
less severe. It makes sense. They'd have questions. Honestly, it's surprising they'd let me through the doors at all. You're Jane Gonzalez. So? So they were always going to let you through the fucking doors. You're the one who's always pointing out that my degree is fake and my qualifications are... Right, and I stand by that. Rowley was out of her mind putting you in that position, and the university should have stopped her. Rowley made the decision she thought was best. Okay, I'm calling for a moratorium on the Rowley debate for the rest of the morning. Let the record reflect that you brought it up this time. The point is that debates about your formal training aside, you've very obviously done enough shit since then that there's no university in the system that wouldn't want your brain wandering around its science building. The University of Santa Pedra didn't seem to feel that way. Will you just take the freaking compliment? That's what's happening here? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, may I change the subject? Shoot. You're not going to like it. Shoot anyway. Amita's going to be in the city next week. Freddy told you. She did. She also told me not to mention it to you, but, I mean... I figured after the Egerin thing, we... Yeah. Are you gonna see her? Ferris is going to see her. Or, I assume he is. Freddy works that out with her. You're not gonna reach out? She doesn't want me to reach out. But... Hey, I liked it better when we were talking about your professional failures instead of my personal ones. Let's go back to that. You're right. Sorry. So, I I wanna ask something. Do they... Are they developing Pasithea in this building? That's a left turn. I mean, are they? They're refining the Pasithea cure in this building. George. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Coffee break's over. Forget about the politics and all that. Isn't there something kind of miraculous about all this? Thanks to you, I've come farther than someone like me has ever gone. Here we are, the two of us, talking, having a conversation. In all your travels, did you ever think that such a thing was possible? There was this story people told during the war. I always thought it was bullshit, but now I don't know. Um, That one day... During the month that had some of the heaviest fighting, this Cassandran pilot landed on what was supposed to be this deserted moon, not too far inside the neutral zone, one of those places you didn't hang around. He didn't want to hang around, but he was tired and hungry and probably needed to take a shit, and you can address all those things in flight, but the one thing you can't address is the feeling that you need to land. You need to land now, or you're going to fall out of the sky. Please just hear me out. So, he landed, him and his crew. It was a small crew, two or three tops, and they unwrapped their sandwiches or whatever, were just in the middle of stretching their limbs until they popped when out from around a corner comes a Median pilot and his crew. They freeze, totally off guard, the Cassandrans too. They hadn't hurt each other, they were both tired, I guess. One of the Medeans finally snaps out of it and starts to go for their gun, and the Cassandran pilot is trying to get to his when suddenly, in the loudest voice, one of the Cassandran crew members goes, Not on my birthday! Everyone freezes. It's so ridiculous. 
Then the Median pilot laughs and goes, what a coincidence, it's my birthday too. And then they, God, it's so fucking stupid. How many times have I told this fucking story? Then they eat together. Nobody dies. They go their separate ways. Maybe they did die later. I don't know. I didn't believe this story the first time I heard it because it sounded too... I mean, does that even happen? That kind of fucking acknowledgement? I didn't believe it because it sounded like a fairy tale from history. I did not believe it because if I had been there and the Median pilot had come around the corner, I would have shot him. But, like... What were the chances that they would all be there together at the same time? That there would be two birthdays in the house? That the people there would be... That they would be... That there wouldn't be anyone like me there. I didn't believe the story for a long time because if you're going to believe it, you're going to believe that it's worth having lunch with a Median. That that's a good use of your time. And I think... I think now that the lunch didn't matter. It's that the Cassandran pilot and his crew and the Median pilot and his crew left and went back to their bases and told people about it. I mean, I'm guessing the Median did. I don't know. I never asked anyone on the friendship delegation if they'd heard the story. I never thought to ask, so I don't know about him. But the Cassandran must have told at least one person because everyone knew this story. Everyone. It didn't change the war. It didn't change the world. Or, I don't know, maybe because this happened, the friendship delegation could exist. Maybe because this happened, Jane is safe on Medea. I don't know what it changed. I just know that it happened. What if no one ever finds out that it was possible for me to come here and be safe? What if I'm the only human to ever know and it dies with me? You can't go home. You haven't been listening to me. You haven't been listening to me. I've done what I can. I've said what I can. I am not in charge. They are. But- You want to go home and broker a peace, yes? What's your plan? To tell them that your own pet gave you a nice room and nice clothes and didn't rip your head off? Let's imagine you go back and you walk up to your beloved Reina Valencia and you say, Actually, your majesty, the others who attacked Tyrannus came here as poachers. They wandered beyond the boundaries set over millennia of grazing patterns. They are outliers, and I know this because my friend Omicron told me. What do you imagine your queen will say to you then? Maybe... Nope. You told me a pretty war story. It was very enjoyable. Thank you. But at some point... You are going to have to realize just how little your word and my word are worth on this or any world. Omicron. It's getting late. I should go. On the anniversary of the neutral zone incident, the telescope spoke with the relatives of the disaster, which some in the PSA have described as a massacre. Two years later, how are the Salida del Sol remembered? What lessons have the victims taught us? This 
is Eleanor Lopez, reporting from the telescope. My brother hated the war. Everyone thinks the war was a huge mistake now, but back then he was one of the only people willing to hate it in public. And everyone's like, oh, pacifists, they're full of peace and love or whatever. But he was just... Like, I think of how much he hated things when I think of him. That was Thomas Glass, younger brother of Evelyn Glass, perhaps the most famous victim of the massacre. Evelyn Glass was the childhood sweetheart of the late Lieutenant Sophie Green, and perhaps most famously, the bosom friend of Dr. Jane Gonzalez. It has been speculated by this reporter and others that Evelyn Glass's death was the catalyst that pushed Dr. Gonzalez towards her radical participation in the Rowley conspiracy. Can you tell me more about what your brother was like? He was eight years older than me. How old were you when the war started? I was 12. He was 20. I mostly remember that he stopped coming home. He started yelling at our parents all the time. He just changed from someone who used to, like, take me to the beach or play Azalar with me to someone who just seemed, like, angry about everything. At 17, Thomas struck me as a bit of an angry youth himself. His hair covered his eyes for our entire conversation. We didn't share a single moment of eye contact. The most expressive thing about him was a remarkably sullen mouth. At this age, he could be the martyred activist twin. Did he ever talk to you about his anger, Thomas? No. I mean, I was a kid. He'd either ignore me or he'd just, you know, like, ask me how school was. What do you think about your brother's political convictions now? I think he was a f***ing idiot. Strong words. Well, he literally got himself killed. That's, I mean, that's like the epitome of stupidity. If it weren't stupid, he would still be alive. I was curious about Thomas's claims that the Salida del Sol's work was futile. So I decided to ask a data scientist how public opinion about the war shifted after the Neutral Zone massacre. The data seems to show- Call incoming from Anders Lee. Accept. Hello? Jane? Hi. Well. Hi. It's been a really long time. Yeah, it has. Yeah, look, I'm calling because I talked to Carla. Carla? Carla De Luca? She says she talked to you. She did. So, I wanted to see how you were doing. Anders, aren't you an active member of the Cassandran military? I also work at the university now. You know I live on Medea, right? Yeah, I heard that. You know that... You know that I... Never mind. This isn't getting us anywhere. What did you want to chat about, Anders? I've been thinking about you lately, after the funeral and everything. I wanted to see if you were doing okay. I'm fine. Really? Because I haven't been fine. I've honestly been a huge mess. Oh. I'm sorry to hear that. Thanks. I'm doing better now. Susan's been really helping me through things. Susan? Oh, right, your girlfriend. Oh, wife. Yeah, we uh, we got hitched. Small ceremony, you know, just family and a couple close friends. 
Congratulations. Thank you. Jane, are you really okay? She'd want me to ask, I'm pretty sure. Thank you for calling, Anders. I have to go. Oh, oh, oh well. Take care. Thanks. You take care, too. Goodbye. Bye. I went back to the plant store. Sorry, did I tell you about the plant store? I can't remember. I bought a plant. A stupid, simple, easy-for-first-timers plant. It's blue, and it has smooth leaves. Anders got married. You weren't there. He's your best friend, and you weren't there. That's a stupid thing to be angry about, but I'm angry about it. Stupid. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I don't know why this is so hard for me. Your best friend accepted it. I'll stop calling. I'll stop wasting your time. My time. I'll... If your brother was here today, what would you want to tell him? I'd want to tell him to stop being such a d Wow. Yeah, I'd want to tell him to get over himself. Just, like, forget about all those other people who you can't even help, who didn't even ask for your help. Just come back. Say it again. One more time. Erba. <laughs> uh, no, no, sorry. Sorry. Uh, you just sound so unbelievably bad. <laughs> now who's being rude? Ari. Uh, hey, just call it Earth. That is a boring name. Fine. Uh, like I was asking... How many cities are there on Earth? Other than this one? Just one. On the other side of Earth. There are lots of towns and villages. We're a very densely populated planet. And you all take turns to go and hunt? Yes. I told you all this already? Relax. I'm just trying to get it straight. You are literally the only person I can ask about this. Believe me, if I could talk to... Anyone else at this point, I would. Like, for instance, I'd love to tell the Evelyns that as far as manifestations of my guilt go, they're pretty unflatteringly boring. My cousins. I, I told them to leave you alone. Yeah, and for all I know, they did. And this is another crew of others with big sad eyes. And it's not like I could get a straight answer if I ask. I know it's literally impossible, but if I could communicate with more of you, I wouldn't have to bother you as much. Mm? Uh, you're not you're not bothering me. <laughs> That's nice, but I obviously am. You keep looking over your shoulder. How have you been sleeping? Better? Don't change the subject. What, do you have a date? Of course not. I have a meeting with my guardian and the other family heads. What? Why? Why didn't you say? It doesn't concern you. Okay. Are you in trouble? No. Would it help if I... Leave it. 
maybe you should start looking for better ways to fill your time. Hi, Jane. Tonight, I really miss you. I mean, I miss you all the time, but tonight I'm lonely for you. It's that typical yearning bullshit where you want something that never happened. I can't stop thinking about what it would have been like if we'd woken up together that time. I think about that a lot. There's a... There's this thing I've always wanted and I don't know how to explain. I, I don't know if there are words for it. I'm not sure I could even show you if you were here. It, it's not a sex thing. Or it's not... Oh, God. It's... Fuck. It's more like a feeling of um, calm, I think. Or like rest... When I think about how we could be in the morning, the two of us, I think about that. Omicron told me about his... I've been thinking. I don't know if when I come back you're going to want to be with me, or if I even deserve to be with you, or if I've changed too much, or if I know too much, or... But I want to be with you. I do. Here on Earth, most of the houses are these narrow, tall buildings, like needles, almost. I haven't been inside one yet. I can see them from the highest point of the grounds here when I go jogging. I asked Omicron, and he said that the others don't always live together, like parents, children, or spouses, whatever. Sometimes in one of those houses, there'll be a family like we would think of a family, but then there will also be one of the parents' best friends, or like a handful of kids whose parents are off hunting. It's really informal compared to Cassandra. I'm sure somewhere there's some other who doesn't have anyone who's fallen through the cracks, I asked Omicron about it, and he just looked at me like the thought never occurred to him. That doesn't happen here, he said. I bet it does. I bet it still does. No one's that different. I was thinking maybe I could... I don't know. I've been trying to think of things to do. I'm still getting out of here. I am. Just as soon as I can figure out how, but... It'll look suspicious if I don't do something else, too. Plus, I think... I think I need to... breathe a little more. Maybe I can do something here. While I wait. Night, Jane. Computer call... I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. Call? No. No calls. Play Eddie 24648C, Region 1. Keeping up between the two independent regions, 
Cassandra is once again actively producing Pasithea powder, ostensibly as a defensive weapon to wield against the murderous others. But Cassandra has resisted PSA oversight on the project since the disaster at Nemea. The amount of Pasithea powder currently being produced and circulated by the Cassandran military is now totally unknown to the larger galactic community. Meanwhile, Medea claims to be in the final stages of developing the galaxy's only Pasithea cure. Once the cure is finalized and Medean troops begin to access it, the question on every mind in the PSA is, will the cure reveal evidence of memory crimes, as was widely suspected two years ago? Even worse, were those alleged abuses committed two years ago during wartime, or will the cure reveal more recent evidence of Cassandran memory crimes? Public knowledge of the Pasithea powder ended the Cassandran Median conflict. Will public knowledge of the Pasithea cure fan the flames of war once more? I'm Eleanor Lopez, reporting live from the feisty little city of Santa Petra, and this is the Telescope, the Queen's Palace today. You have one new message. Sender unknown. Region? Unknown. Another one. Unknown. Play a message. Never talk to me again. That would be fucking the road. Well, didn't line up. Sucks. George. George? 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 Jane? Listen to this. Jesus Christ. Jane, I have to get up in two hours. Computer replay last 15 seconds. What does that sound like to you? Honestly? Yes, obviously, honestly. Honestly, I think someone is messing with you and you are way too willing to buy it. This is like the other message, the weird one Jane, where- Jane, that could be from anyone. What if it's from her? What if she is trying to contact me? What if she needs my help and- That is wishful thinking and we both know it. It sounds like her. Those are things she could say. Those are things anyone could say. Y you didn't even listen to the full message. This isn't a message. It's spam. It's spam that happens to mention Omicron by name? If it's not spam, it's a fucking Cassandran intelligence officer trying and succeeding at incapacitating you. Take a step back and think for one second. If you're too out of your mind to do any goddamn work, who does that benefit? You have no way of knowing that. And if there's even the smallest chance. What is more likely? That Sophie Green escaped the aliens we personally witnessed ripping people apart like they were made of straw and is sending you secret long-distance voicemails through a conveniently garbled filter so you can't hear her voice? Or that your extremely well-publicized feelings for your missing friend are being manipulated by the planetary government that we are once again on the brink of war with? But... but what if... 
look, it's not your fault that someone is fucking with you. It's not your fault it's working. It's not your fault. You told me to find something else to do. You asked me what I would do tomorrow if I wasn't busy fighting the others. I said I didn't know, and I said some shit about a beach, and in the back of my head I think I was thinking, this is never going to happen. I think I was thinking, Jane's right in front of you, right there, so who cares about it right now anyway? I think it's taken me this long to realize that I've been waiting, though what I'm waiting for... Get up. Wow, that's a new one. Get out of bed. Get up. Excuse you, I'm in the middle of something. Get on your feet. I don't think you wore sparkle clips in real life. Get up. I outrank you, Lieutenant Steptoe, if we're gonna play this game. What game? You're sitting here waiting for orders. I'm ordering you to get up. Bullshit, I'm waiting for orders. Who from? A higher authority, like always. Really? That wasn't you in my court-martial saying I'd gone rogue? That I was only out for myself? You thought you could get away with it. Because you always have. Because that's what they taught you to think. Now, you don't know what to do. Now, you want to go home? Because that's where the orders are. I want to go home because that's where home is. What if you can't? What if... You can't ever go. For your information, I've been thinking I might try to work with kids. Oh, Lord. Or with others who... Why am I telling you this? I don't have to justify myself to you. You don't even care. You probably just came in here to ask me to pipe down. Good night. I've been wanting to say this to you for a long time. Oh, here we go. The universe is not your playground, Lieutenant Green. The rest of us don't exist to walk behind you cleaning up your mess. I was better off without you, and I know I'm not the only one. We have lives without you. Cassandra spins on without you. If you want to be of use, be of use. But don't overestimate your importance, and don't underestimate mine. I know all that. I do. Mm. I'm not sure that you do. If I didn't know that, you wouldn't be saying it. If you did know it, you wouldn't need me to say it. I need to sleep. If I can. Here's an idea. Let's say you were right that time. Let's say I can do anything. I think that's a frightening thought. I think it's easier to imagine that I can't. I think it's lonely not knowing what comes next, like when you're doing a ship check and your tether snaps. That only happened to me once, and my lieutenant scooped me up, but before they did, I felt, (laughs) well, untethered. Weightless, meaningless, insignificant, scared. 
anything could have happened. I think if you're right and I can do anything, then what was any of it for? If you're right and I can do anything, then I had a choice all along. I should sleep. I'm gonna leave this on. Let's pretend you can hear me grinding my teeth in real time. Let's just breathe together. Good night, Jane. Ten minutes with my mentor, and then I'll meet you back here. Take your time. Do you want coffee if I grab some? Caladonato, extra shot. Do you remember the- I remember the door code. Okay. Be right back. Excuse me, I- Dr. Gonzalez. Oh, uh, hello. Ms. DeLuca. I told you to call me Carla. Carla, sorry. I didn't expect to see you here. At the university? In Guadalupe. Sorry, I thought you were heading back to San Borgia. No, I'm staying in the city for a while. I was hoping to speak to someone in the science department. One of your new Pasithea cure experts. Maybe get more answers. Found any? Not yet. I'm sorry to hear that. But not surprised. No. Living with grief is like living with an illness, don't you think? There's no getting over it, no getting under it, no way out but through. But we have to try anyway. Or fail in the attempt. That is true. Are you... worried about failing? Aren't you? That was too personal. I'm sorry. No, don't be. A friend of mine used to say something for questions like yours. You must so you can, so you will. You said this on the telescope. I did. I'd forgotten. You did. And I'm sorry, but I think I disagree with your friend. If you tell yourself you can withstand everything, bear whatever comes, and you're faced with something you empirically cannot do... I think he would say that your options in that case are to bend or to break. To become someone who can withstand the storm, or to succumb to it. Two bad options. Yes. There isn't ever a third? I don't know. I think there is. Or if there isn't, there should be. You're right. I am. You'd be the first doctor to ever say that to me. You're right. I'd rather live in your world than mine anyway. Lots of unpopular opinions this afternoon, Dr. Gonzalez. Jane. Jane. Thank you for what you said before. About Sophie. I think you've had a hard year. You have too. I won't argue with you there. I'm... Please, uh, ignore me if this is overstepping any boundaries, but... Would you like to get a cup of coffee? Now? Or tomorrow, uh, next week, if you'll still be here. I, I think I'd like to...
talk with you some more. All right. Yes. You're sure that wouldn't be... Oh, it'll be extremely weird. But let's do it anyway. And why not now, if you're free? Great. Uh, great. Yeah, I- I'm free. <laughs> cool. Oh, I-, I do need to... Let me just quickly let my friend know I'll be a while. Of course. Two seconds and... Yeah. I actually... Jane. 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 Mm, what? What's going on? Someone broke into the lab. A lot of people knocked out. Nobody killed. Not that we know of. Do you remember anything? I, what? Someone broke into the lab? What did, what did they take? That's not important right now. Someone already looked you over, but they should probably... Hey! Hey! My friend is awake, so could someone please come over here and... Is Carla okay? Carla? Uh, Car- Carla DeLuca, she was right behind me. She wasn't there. What? Jane, unknown actors broke into the Universidad Mediana and stole extremely sensitive scientific materials. See all the nice people in red running around? You and me and every scientist and grad student in this wing of the building are under protective custody right now. Carla DeLuca isn't here. Stop yelling at me when I have a concussion. Fine, okay? How many fingers am I holding up? Who's the current director of Medea? I don't have a concussion, George. Just a headache. Maybe you should let the medical professionals make that call. Just a thought. Let me sit up. I think you should... I am sitting up now. Fine. Okay. Now go back a step. Do they know who did it? The cameras were all blown out. They're running around looking for suspects right now, but... No. Okay. What was stolen? I don't think... Not the time to baby me, Moreau. What was stolen? About our entire supply of prototype Pasithea cure. Okay. Okay. One moment. What are you doing? I need to make a call. Computer, please call Lieutenant Carla DeLuca, Region M. Hello? Dr. Gonzalez? Miss DeLuca, I'm so sorry. I need a quick favor. I promise I won't take too much of your time. That depends on what the favor is. Could you turn on your camera, please? What? Uh, may I ask why? I'm sorry. I can't explain that right now. I'm here with my colleague, Dr. Moreau. I promise it's important. Hi, Miss DeLuca. I'm not sure what's going on either, but we would appreciate if you helped us out. Okay. That's a beautiful view behind you, Miss DeLuca. Would you mind telling me what I'm looking at? That's downtown San Borgia. Great. Great. Thank you for your time, and we're sorry for disturbing you. That's fine. I... George... She was here a second ago. We were talking, we were going to get coffee. San Borgia is a six-hour flight away. We were talking, she was right behind me, and a bunch of Pasithea cure was taken out of the fucking lab. Tell me I'm wrong. You think she was an other? I think the others just stole the only tool we know they know about to communicate with humans. Shit. 
Thank you for listening to the Pasithea Powder. This was episode 26, Tell Me I'm Wrong. Tune in next time to see how Medea responds to an incursion by the others. Jackie Hedeman was the voice of Sophie Green. Molly Ogin was Jane Gonzalez. Ian Andrews was the voice of Evelyn and Omicron. Moni Ogin was the voice of Sophie's mom. Chia C voiced Andrews Lee. And Theo Wampasik was Thomas Glass. Kat Evans was Steptoe. Tim Briggs was George Moreau. Lena Garcia was Carla De Luca. The voice of the computer was Cade Lebron. And the dashing Jackie Andrews was Eleanor Lopez. Narration by The Little Apricot of Dread, pulsating in the pit of your stomach. And original music by Annie Moriondo. If you've enjoyed our little story, please rate and review us on your podcast player of choice. It really helps. You can find us on your favorite podcast player, on Twitter at Pasithea Powder, or on our website, PasitheaPowder.com, where show scripts are available. To help us do what we do best, please consider becoming a patron. For bonus content and to support production costs, find us on Patreon, or to make a one-time donation, visit our Kofi. The Pasithea Powder was created by Bad Wine Productions. Our heroines will return in episode 27, Other People. Watching, waiting. You wouldn't know, would you? No, of course you wouldn't. Still smoking, I see. <laughs> Still acting like I give a damn about your opinion. There's nobody here. Nobody here, just my imagination. Look, you either need to leave me alone or show yourself, because I'm not doing this. You don't even know what's coming. Don't worry. I promise in the end, it will be quiet. You really don't see anything wrong with making a coke and Mentos volcano in the dorm bathroom. Really? No. Nope. Listen to Seven of Hearts wherever you find podcasts.